What if there was a way to hack your brain? To figure out why you're not taking the action you know you need to, and why the action you are taking isn't working? Well, there is. And this podcast is designed to show you how to do that, to see your mind, to coach yourself, and ultimately to create the life and business of your wildest dreams without the hustle or the stress. I'm your host, Elizabeth Salazar. Let's dig in. Hey there, welcome back. Today, I'm a little sick. And I still am so excited to record this for you. So you might hear me moving around a cough drop in my mouth, but um, other than that, the show is gonna go on. So in today's episode, I wanna talk to you about money. Mm, It's my favorite topic. Money is so fun. And when I think about the difference between my first 100,000 and my second 100,000, I thought about money differently and I managed money differently. And so not that I want you to go out today and change everything. What I do want to do, though, is I want to bring into your awareness just your money picture and how it will change as you grow. And maybe from this episode, you pick a couple of things that you're like, I'm ready to grow into that now. Because one of the things I've been doing is having conversations with my clients about money. And so often, we don't see ourselves as an entrepreneur yet. And it makes sense, right? Like most people, they, they might have an entrepreneurial thing, but maybe they don't handle the money. Maybe they outsource it. Maybe they just don't look at it. Or maybe you are just coming from a job situation, where they pay you money and they take out your taxes and they take out your insurance. And when that happens, you create, hmm, it's like a dependency, but it's, it's not so much, right? It's just, it's something you've never even had to think about. So when you are having your own business and you're creating this identity for yourself as an entrepreneur, you also have to step into the money side of, Oh, I take out my own taxes. I have to account for insurance. And this has kind of come up because I have a client who her brain has told her, oh my gosh, like 100,000 isn't enough. I'll need to make way more than that to leave my job. And so every time she thinks about being a $100,000 coach, right, which is what a lot of people think talk about. They're like, envision the $100,000 you. <laughs> and what her brain says then is, no, that's not good enough. Now, that for sure is a thought she should choose to stop thinking and work on, right? But what we talked about, and I just made it super simple for her. I broke down the percentages, and what she discovered is really, she needs to be a $15,000 a month coach. And knowing that information created just like, huh, okay, that seems reasonable, right? And I told her the percentages, this is how it breaks down. And then her brain was suddenly like, okay. (laughs) And that's what we're looking for, you guys. We're looking for the place where your brain stops fighting you and your brain's like, oh, good, yeah. Because you're going to feel a peacefulness in you in that moment. And that peacefulness is always available to you. And that's what you're learning to give your body. And so for her, it was seeing herself as 
this woman who creates $15,000 a month in her business. That's who she is learning how to become. And how that will actually look, we don't know, right? Like she's probably going to charge a different amount. She might have a different like length of package as her own mind expands into it. But for now, we don't need to know how. How is where we get lost. How is where we stop growing our business. We spin around on the floor and we put on the blindfold, right? Don't go to the how. So I want to share with you my snapshot of what my first $100,000 in terms of managing money looked like. And then I'm going to share with you what that looks like now as I finished my second $100,000. Um, I'm actually already probably halfway through my third 100000 What? That's super fun to think about. So my first 100000 one of the constants that I've always had, because I've been an entrepreneur for 10 years, and so I've always tracked my money. And so I really want to encourage you at the very minimum, make sure you're tracking your money. I have a beautiful spreadsheet that I use. And what I do is I have it broken down by month and then it has it tallies it all up for year to date. And it has my income and it has a section for expenses. And my income, I put my reoccurring payments. So if a client pays in full, I put them in the month they paid in full. If they're recurring, I put them on each month that they're going to make the payment, right? So when I look at the year-to-date totals, it will show me, it will add them up, it will show me the quarterly. Um, but at a, like at a glance, I could look at my money, even in my first 100000 and know how much have I created, where am I at for the quarter, and what do my expenses tally up for? month to date, as well as I could jump to that last spreadsheet and see it for year to date. And so the beauty of this is that I always knew my money. And so the reason that I talk about my money, you guys, is because I know it. I know my money inside and out. I can tell you how much I've spent. I can tell you how much I've created. For the most part, I can tell you how much more money is set to come in this month. And I feel very neutral about it. Now, I'm not saying I've always felt neutral about it, but that's a place that you have to get to. Okay, so that spreadsheet has always been a part of what I've done. And I really want to encourage everybody to make sure that they have a spreadsheet like this too. So in my first $100,000, I tracked my money. I gave myself that base. I probably tracked it maybe once a week. Um, but whenever money came in, right? Like it wasn't, if money was coming in weekly, I was trying to add it to that. I was trying to keep on top of it. I wasn't waiting until the end of the month. I wasn't waiting until the end of the year and then going through and trying to reconcile it, right? I was aware of my money so that I could be managing my money. And one of the things that I heard from somebody, I don't really remember who, but they said like manage your own money until like a million or half a million. I don't know. It was something really big. And they said the reason was because if you outsource your money management, you outsource knowing your business. And I I can see that, right? Because it's like when I make a payment for something, when I pay my monthly Zoom, I get to look at that and be like, is that what I want to pay money for? (laughs) Every month I'm like, yeah, I do. You know, but when I make the, the audible payment, I'm like, what am I doing? I don't even like listen to these. These things stress me out, these credits. (laughs) And so I'm more aware of the audible payment because I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want this. But it keeps me very aware of what I'm spending and then what my thoughts are about it. And so 
my first 100,000, I had that. But what I did not have was a plan with my money. Because I, I didn't feel like my money was consistent. I mean, it, it, it was consistent, right? If I look back at it, I'm like, that was pretty consistent. But I didn't feel like it was consistent because I wasn't certain yet in how I created money. I remember my, my conversation with my husband. We were like, well, I mean, you know, this is still the first year. Let's see how it looks next year. And when I look at this year, it's like, oh, it feels so different. I'm like, yeah, of course, we're going to just keep creating more and more money. Like, this is totally a thing. <laughs> this is how we roll now. But I didn't have that certainty last year. And last year, when I thought about spending, right, like if something came up, um, like I, I went to Cabo last year, I think it was like $8,000 plus my plane ticket. And so when the expense came up, the way that I, or the opportunity, the way that I made that decision was, do I have the money? Can I get the money? If the answer was yes, which it was, then I was like, great, then I'm going. (laughs) It had nothing to do with though, oh, how much am I paying my family? Do I have taxes set aside? What expenses do I have coming up? Oh, I have a mastermind that I'm going to be paying, you know, I don't know, $7,000 for two. Oh, okay. How do all, like, I had no awareness of that. Um, and so I was just making decisions based on, do I have money or will I have money or do I have access to money? The other thing I was doing for my first hundred thousand dollars was because I was uncertain about my money. I was only paying myself like $2,000 a month. Now this isn't good or bad, but here's where it became a problem. When he would ask me if my business was contributing to our family, while I knew that the answer was yes, I still felt guilty about it. Because I also knew that I was just spending based on anything I wanted and needed and doing it from a very like justified place of like, no, this is what my business needs to grow. Like I know what I'm doing. Now, I did know what I was doing, basically, (laughs) but I also just didn't have a plan. Um, There is one really powerful thing that as I was thinking about this, When I think about money, you guys, and I I see this between, like, as a difference between the way I think about it and my clients, when I think about money, I don't tie it to things, right? Like, I joined, I mean, I was in the same mastermind, or at least with the same coach four times, no, twice last year, and never did I ever, like, buy something, even before, right? So even before I was making money, I've never purchased something, and then my brain tell me, like... I have to get this money back in order to be successful. Or, um, right, like when I make money, then. I don't, I've never had any of these like ties in my brain. And I want, if you do, I want you to see this as a part of your work. Because when your brain ties the getting the money back to something, right? Like then I will have taken good care of my family. Then my business will be successful. Then I will know it worked. You lose out on the opportunity to get all of the value from that thing. And so I think about this with, I'm in a program called Self-Coaching Scholars, and it was all about teaching me how to manage my mind. And so I pay $297 a month. I've been doing it for I think this is my second year. I'm in my second year, right? So going into my third year. And um, I don't know that that tangibly makes me money, right? So if I was tying it to something, but there's a reason that I feel really good paying for it. And it's because I get to go to live events like two or three times a year. And I'm like, I'm willing to pay that 
and get a book. Like, I love that. (laughs) So whether I do any other piece of the program, I feel like I'm getting my money's worth. It's worth it to me, right? Do you see that? I'm not tying it. So if I were to join a program and maybe I don't make money, but I grow, you guys, this is really huge. Don't tie, did I make my money back to? Did the program have an impact? Because the money, while it can be a goal, right? It can be a part of it. Who you are becoming, who are you are growing into being is the most important part. Every step of this journey is just you becoming that vision of the person you have in your head. And so I want you to really be careful and like keep an eye on, right? Or keep an eye out for the thoughts you have about money. Because when you tie them to things, you minimize your opportunity to actually maximize the program. Because your brain is so focused on, did I make the money? Is this happening? Oh, it's not working. Versus, this is working. I'm transforming. This is exactly what I need in this moment. This is what I need to grow and step into this next version. When I think about the first mastermind I joined, I I think that was a big difference. I think people, because they were worried about money, now worrying about money is optional, you guys, right? Your brain is going to tell you, no, like I actually have to worry about it, but you don't. And when you choose to, that is when you minimize your results. It would be like saying like, yeah, I need you to walk around And I need you to like walk back and forth from this place to this. You're like, okay, I could probably do that. And I'm like, but if you choose to think about money and how you need it, you're going to have to do it with a wet towel on you. And what we're going to do is we're just going to keep pouring ice cold water over the wet towel while it's over your face. And now you have to walk back and forth, right? It's like, oh, look at that. I'm just making it harder on myself. That's what you're doing. In my first year, the other thing that I did, and I didn't do this as well in the beginning, was I found sufficiency. And this is a feeling, you guys. It's a feeling in your body. And it comes from thoughts like, I'm okay. We have money for what we need. Right? Money is always coming. And I believed this. And I created it for myself and I chose not to entertain anything else, right? I found that sufficiency for myself. I created room in my life for my business to have that space. And we did things, right? Like, I think we really did, like you would have a child and you just would allocate money, right? Like, yeah, okay, well, we're going to have a hospital bill. We're going to have like insurance. We're gonna, it's going to go up. We're going to have to feed them. We're going to have to diaper them. I did that same thing for my business. I created a space for my in my budget for my business. That way there was never, and just like taking care of a child, I never questioned. I never felt bad. I never felt anything because I was just taking care of just a baby and my family. I want you to see that because we did very tangible things like we didn't take vacations. You guys, I've been building this business for years. Last year was just the year I made 100,000 or basically any money. (laughs) But the years before that, I knew I wanted something. And so we purposely invested money in things. We purposely invested money in paying off debt. 
right? We were preparing for this, whether we knew it or not. We kept our expenses at a place where my business would have room. So the most important takeaway from my first 100,000, you guys, and what you will likely experience in your first 100,000 is that you're so busy and focused on just creating money that often we don't think about planning and organizing it. And it will work, right? It'll totally be okay. But at the bare minimum, I want to invite you to get a spreadsheet, figure out where your money's going, your expenses, and just have an awareness of it. Practice even thinking of it as being neutral data. I know, if this weren't a podcast about managing your mind and mindsets, right? But it is. So we're going to just say all the numbers are neutral. They really are. The $57,000 month I had this year, it's neutral. Yeah. The the $5,000 month I had this year, also neutral. <laughs> and it's the same for you. So create a spreadsheet. And the second really important thing I want you to create is an identity for yourself as an entrepreneur. As a person who has money, who spends money on their business and who, right? Like this is what entrepreneurs do, of course. And think of your business, right? This might be the third part, would be thinking about your business as a child. Of course, I have a chunk of my budget that I set aside for my child. Of course, we don't second guess it. We just do it, right? That's how you need to think and practice thinking about your business, And then just seeing any thoughts that you have that make money feel hard and step into and practice, right? All of this is practice. That's sufficiency. Like we are okay. This is okay. Because the more you take the pressure of money off of your brain, off of your business, the more your business can grow and flourish. The more you can have fun inside of your business. Now, here's what my second 100,000 looked like. So here's what happened. At the end of my first $100,000 year, I made a plan for the next three years. And I decided in that three-year plan that I was going to make a a million. Yeah, I was going to say 100,000. I was going to make 100,000 again. (laughs) I was going to make a million dollars three years from then. So 2021, I'm in year one of that three-year plan. 2021 is going to be a million dollar year. January 1st to December 31st, I'm going to create a million dollar business. And so in that planning, one of the things that I wrote down that my million dollar business self knows is she knows her money. She knows where her money is going. She knows and feels really good about how it's allocated. She feels like she pays herself based on some, you know, way. She doesn't like make this stuff up month to month. She knows how much she has for expenses. And I knew that she had a different way of experiencing her money than I did. And so that went on my list. I was going to become the woman who managed her money, who knew how to run it in an even better way because my million dollar business couldn't run it the way my $100,000 business had been run. And you guys, if you haven't listened to last week's podcast on setting a goal versus becoming the person, go back and listen to it. Oh my gosh, it's so good. But it's like making a million dollars isn't about how do I do it? I haven't, I haven't thought about that. I mean, maybe a little bit, but like not really, right? It's just very like 
very like it's going to like it's going to figure itself out. But when I what I do think about is what does that woman do think feel different than I do? What are the skills she has that I don't have yet? Because that's what I'm going to grow into. That's what I can grow into right now and tangibly watch myself be growing, right? Have that pride, like certainty even. I am for sure becoming my million dollar self because when I look at the difference between how I manage my business money last year and how I manage it this year, it's so different. And I may still need to grow. In fact, I do. That's stage. That's the next stage for me right now is I had to grow into this phase I'm going to tell you about so I could grow into the next phase that I learned about after I grew into this phase. So every phase you grow through as right on the journey to that million dollar self, you, you aren't even going to know all the phases. You're just growing into the next phase in your awareness. So for this second $100,000, I still track my money. I had to create a few extra lines because there's just more people paying me money. The expense line I didn't actually have to make bigger. That was kind of fun. And so, so that is still a constant. I do still do that. Um, the next thing I did is that I read a book called Profit First. I did not like the book. I thought it was terrible. <laughs> I recommended it to somebody else. I told them, just skip all the junk at the beginning. Get to the, and they were like, oh my gosh, I love that part. So take all of that with a grain of sand, right? We all are going to have things we like. I was like, oh, his stories were all terrible. And they were like, I loved those. <laughs> It's like, of course, that's how it works. (laughs) I'm opinionated about what I like. I assume everybody else will like it too. Turns out that's not the case. So read the book. Don't read the book. Here was my takeaway. The takeaway from that book was break my money into percentages. How do I know how much to pay myself? I never have to know. Like, I don't guess. I'm like, I know how much to pay myself because my business creates a certain amount of money. And then I take a percentage of that and I break it down and that's where that money goes. So here's an example. And I, I do this two times a month. I chose the 10th and the 25th. And so those are the only two days that I distribute money. So on the 10th, I look at my money. I look at how much money came in and then I break it down into percentages. So I put 10% aside for savings. I put 15% aside for taxes, I pay myself 30% and I put 45% aside for expenses. So it doesn't matter, right? So January when I had a $5,000 month, I did the same thing. 10% of 5,000, I put $500 into a different bank account for savings. 15% of that total amount, I took out and I put aside for taxes. 30% I paid myself. So some of you are going to be like, oh my gosh, but I need to know how much to pay myself. You know what? You do not. (laughs) If you do, it's because you're trying to lean on your business. Stop it. Go back to the point where your business is like a baby. You You have it set aside, right? Your business is being taken care of by whatever else it is you do to create money. This is the beauty of having a job. When you have a job, when you have a husband, when you have whatever, you have money that takes care of your business. This is what allows your business to grow. Because if you are trying to force money out of your business, you don't get to live inside of the freedom of these percentages. And you don't get to learn how to think like a business owner. 
you're thinking like the person who's like, no, I created the money. I need all of it. It's all for me because I need it. That's not how an entrepreneur thinks. And that's okay if you do, right? It's just default thinking. So I divide my money out by percentages. And it's kind of fun because I have no drama. When I had that $57,000 a month, my brain was like, oh my gosh, I bet I should do something different. Something has changed. And I was like, okay, could be true. (laughs) But what's the worst case, Elizabeth? If you follow your percentages, what's the worst that's going to happen? And my brain and I were like, well, we're going to pay ourselves too much money. And I'm like, okay, maybe, yeah. I said, but I'm also still going to have 45% of it set aside for expenses. I'm still going to have 15% set aside for taxes. And I'm going to still have a 10% cushion. And I was like, oh, okay, that seems reasonable. (laughs) And so I just decided to do it. And I went for it. And it turns out it worked out just fine. So I use percentages to determine where my money goes and how it's allocated. Now, with those percentages, I also have bank accounts. So I use PayPal to bring money in. I was using PayPal to pay money out. Um, No, I still use PayPal to pay money out. But it pulls from my credit card. And so I run all of my expenses through my credit card because my friend told me about points. What? I had no idea. I did not know points were a thing. Because I was in the Dave Ramsey Club where you never use a credit card. That's the worst thing you could ever do for your life and business. And so I just listened and I was like, okay, no. But then now I run it all through my credit card. And so I run expenses through my credit card, PayPal I use to collect money. And then I divide it out. So I have a savings account with 10% savings. I have a savings account with 50% taxes. I, um, I have an expense, right? I put my 30% that I pay myself, I transfer it over into my personal account, And so I have all of these things. So when I look at, and then I actually have a spreadsheet that I look at to know where I'm at with that. Like, oh, how much money did I pay that day? So every 10th and every 25th, I have this little thing. I'm like, okay, how much money is new money? Okay, great. So this is the new balance of my savings account. This is my new balance of my, right? So I paid taxes quarterly. I wasn't doing that in my first 100,000. And you don't need to. They will give you that grace. Um, But your second 100,000, you're going to pay taxes quarterly. And so now I like, right, like I empty that account every quarter um, and I pay my taxes with it versus last year I didn't do that. And I had a $7,000 tax bill in 2019 and a tax bill is not a business expense. And so that was my personal money that I used to pay that because I used that money to live on instead of putting money aside for taxes, right? Because I didn't have a plan. So my second $100,000, I still track my money. I break it into percentages that I chose, right? I mean, the 15% one was from the Profit First book. Basically, what he said was, um, no matter what tax bracket you're in, right, you put aside that amount of money, 15%. And so even if I'm in a 30%, 40% tax bracket, I don't know if 40% is a thing, but (laughs) um, like because it's over my total amount. And then the other thing is, right, I just have to like, flex and be aware, right? My savings account might have to go for more taxes. Or if I don't have enough to pay myself and I'm like, oh, no, I really, right? Because I'm to the point now where we do live off of some of my money. And so I might take it out of my savings to like, like break that cushion. But I'm in a place now, right? Because I've mapped this out that I can do that. And then the final thing, you guys, is that, and I mentioned this earlier, because I grew to this point here, 
Now, the next stage of growing is in having an accountant help me. And so I wouldn't even have known what to take an accountant if I hadn't done this section of growth. And so now I'm reaching out to an accountant and they're like helping me get into QuickBooks and they're going to set everything up for the year. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. This feels uncomfortable. And I'm like, yeah, okay, that's okay though. But this is what million dollar Elizabeth does. This is how she manages her money. She still looks at it. She still has access to it. But somebody else just helps her plug in the numbers. And it's not even because I need help plugging in the numbers, right? I can keep track of that on a spreadsheet. But it's because I want somebody to help me estimate my taxes. I want somebody to um, tell me, because the next phase of this now is, and this is what I learned, your first 100000 you it's totally fine to be a, an LLC. But the second 100000 you want to be an S-corp. I didn't know that. And so I was paying more taxes the first half of the year because I wasn't an S-corp. And so the other part of having an accountant help me is they're going to tell me how much, like they're going to help me navigate this whole payroll thing. I don't actually know what it means at all, Um, but they're going to help me figure that out. I wouldn't have known that, right? I wouldn't have jumped from payroll to no idea where my money's going, right? So this is just that next stage of growth that I'm exploring and uncovering because I went through the phase where I'm like, I want to know where my money is going, The other real cool thing, and and I'll just leave you with this, is because I know where my money's going, I spend less of it. I was thinking about this. Like, there have been times that I want to have somebody build a website, and I'm like, ooh, but I don't know if I have the money, or I paid for coach training, which was $3,000 a month. And that was like, oh my gosh. (laughs) It was, it it, it, it felt hard, but right? Like, now it doesn't. I'm like, oh yeah, remember that time I spent $3,000 a month? And it's just just what it was, right? But now when I look at, like, what do I want to invest in? I want to invest in building a website. I want to invest in Facebook ads. I want to invest in um, who knows what, right? I want to fly places whenever I want with my business. And I don't want it to be, do I have the money? Do I have to take money away? And now I look at my expense account, you guys, and I'm like, ooh, I've got like $25,000 in there. Like, woo woo, right? Like, I can invest in it. And I know it now because I watch that 45% come off every single time. And I have this certainty in this 10%. I have thoughts like, look at me. I'm like a real business owner now. (laughs) Because when we create this, like I don't have that thought because I wasn't before. I had that thought then too. But now I have it because I'm looking at things I created. Things that I worked on becoming this woman And now I look at this 10% savings, which I think it's like $12,000 I have in savings. And I'm like, look at me. (laughs) And I just have a whole nother level of thoughts about myself. And so I'm layering my identity as an entrepreneur as I keep growing. I had to have a base level of thoughts as I started. And then as you keep growing, as you let your brain tell you where your growth is, it allows you to keep building those identity thoughts around yourself as an entrepreneur and your money. So I hope this is so helpful. I wish that I would have had someone to tell me this kind of stuff. And I wanted to share it with you because this is like the behind the scenes of money, of business. And these are little details and uh, it's super fun. So have an amazing day. 
Thank you for tuning into today's episode of the Strategic Mindset Podcast. Before you go, take a minute and leave a review and hit that subscribe button. (laughs) These are actually the only two ways that I have to know who's on the other end. And so if you haven't already, do those things and I'll see you next time. And I'll see you next time.